shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine Let today be a different session in terms of depths of understanding. Uh, not even maybe words that might be spoken to be spoken before, but I'm, t- I'm asking you this morning for the entrance of this word Amen. in everyone's heart and in everyone's mind. We will develop. I say today we will develop. Today we will make steps. Today we will make progress. Today we will begin to make agreements with the things that we are hearing. We begin to take steps in Christ as the message of Christ is coming, as the understanding of Christ is beginning to even be spoken again and again unto us. Father, let's actually begin to make these steps. Let development be happening. Let the development of the senses of Christ come into our minds and our hearts. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I welcome everyone again to live meetings uh, and those of you online as well. Uh, you're welcome to this session again. Uh, thank you for being here, both uh, in online <laughs> and being here in person. We appreciate you so much. God bless you. Uh, uh, everyone here, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, Shay, how are you? You're good. How's your week? It was very good. God bless you. And uh, oh my people. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, today we are going to, today is going to be like, it's, it's, it's fitting that they are doing renovations in the main hall and we're in the children's class. Today we are going to be like little children. Amen. Who have come to class. <laughs> so we are going to actually draw the diagram. I want to begin to put these things in pictures for us uh, and a simple way that we can put it so that we can begin to understand the dimensions of Christ. So we're just teaching Christ, but we're going to be drawing. Amen, today. So if you're online, you can get your pen and pen and paper too. If you don't have pen here, there are pens out there in the hallway. Get some pens, uh, uh, notebooks, tear paper out. We're going to draw these things. Amen. These things we have been saying concerning Christ. Amen. So I think I'm st- <laughs> people are laughing. <laughs> Amen. I want this to be very simple. I want you to be seeing it. Do you get me? They say, see this, believe it. <laughs> As we are ministering it, I want you to be seeing it. Amen. So <laughs> that eh? you don't have come and say that. Ah, this is no, it's not deep. We're going to make it, we're going to draw it. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are we ready? So get your pen and paper. Online, don't be looking at something. Looking at your fridge if you're online right now. I'll be cooking. Oh, get your paper out with your pen. We're going to draw this thing together. We're going to we're going to draw this thing together. Yes, there are pens here. If you need a piece of paper, please borrow from EABA. 
She has seen it on Facebook. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Is that a threat? Come on, collect the paper. Chapter 13. So don't worry, as we go, we'll be drawing these things, these steps. First Corinthians chapter 13. Father, we thank you this morning. I will trust in you for understanding today I, I i my heart desire father is that uh today there will be an imprint of christ in our hearts we will see this mountain called christ this development as best as you can paint it for us let us go home with the image with the understanding of the way in the mighty name of jesus we are afraid um i will start from first corinthians chapter 12 Verse, just the last verse of, of 12. The last verse of, verse of 12. Uh, she, where's your pen and paper? You two you have to give him paper and give him a pen. You also have to draw as well. It does. Uh, amen. It's going to be a spiritual gift. A practical class. How do you do? How do you do? <laughs> Verse 31, but covet earnestly the best gifts. Semicolon, and yet I show you now, I show you a more what? A more excellent way. So really, this is the way. This is the way. The more excellent way. Now let's jump to 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. We're going to use, so we're going to use those two scriptures to do the initial diagram. 1 Corinthians 12, 31, and then 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. So 1 31 says, but covet earnestly the best gifts. So there's gifts, spiritual gifts. But above spiritual gifts are what? A more excellent way. Uh, and then 13, 13 says, and now abide it. Amen. What abided? Faith, hope, and charity. And these three, but the greatest of these is what? Is charity. Now, wherever you hear the word abiding, they are talking about the doctrine of Christ there. Remember? 2 John verse 9. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. But whosoever abideth in the doctrine of Christ, hath both the Father and the Son. And you see that everywhere they're talking about abiding. Keep this commandment without sports. That's what Paul will say. Paul will say, uh, uh, um, not after, you know, not after Christ. Colossians chapter 2. I uh, will say, being built up and rooted and built up, established as you have been taught. Not so. 
He says, I'll beware lest any man spoil you after the rudiments of this world philosophy is being deceits and not after Christ. So all the you see a lot of the focus of the gospels about staying on Christ, about abiding on Christ. So it tells me that Christ is faith, Christ is hope, and Christ is charity. Praise the name of the Lord. Christ is what? Faith. Christ is hope. And Christ is charity. Now, that faith is not the faith for spiritual gifts. Milk faith. It says covet earnestly spiritual gifts. Gifts. You know, not any, when, when they say gifts, anything in that dimension, spiritual gifts, if you go and read what spiritual gifts are, it's actually tangible things that manifest in the flesh. And anything that manifests in the flesh that you use faith to get is not the faith of the Son of God. We call it faith towards God. So, um, to confirm that, 1 Corinthians 12, 12, let's go and read about the nine gifts that they say we should convert. In verse 12, from verse 7, from verse 7, there are nine gifts. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. For to one is given by the Spirit word of can somebody help me explain what word of wisdom is? Based on, you know, we see it in ministers of the gospel. They have word of wisdom. Can someone help me? Yes. But what, how, do you, how do you apply it in life situation? life situation? So when a man of God says, I, I, I have a word of wisdom for you. It means there is a difficult situation you are presently facing in your life. Maybe with your studies or career. And they will give you a word of wisdom from the Holy Ghost. Because they have the gift of the word of wisdom. And it will give you a practical solution to the present, the earthly situation you are facing. Amen. You will see another gift there is word of knowledge. The next one. After word of wisdom, the next one is what? To another, word of knowledge by the same spirit. Word of knowledge is the one that is, is very prevalent. Many of us are going to redeem the, uh, the Father in the Lord and redeem is that the geo and that the geo operates by word of knowledge. There is somebody here. The Lord let me, told me to let you know that by this same time next year you will have your child. What is that? Word of knowledge. But the word of knowledge, what is it producing? It's producing practical things that has to happen pertain with people's lives on earth. Check it. All the word of knowledge has to pertain to something you are going to receive tangibly. There's somebody here, God told me that you are going to, is going to promote you. Job, health, babies, all those word of knowledge produce tangible things. And the Bible says you should covet them. Not so. The Bible says covet earnestly spiritual gifts. So it means that the operation of all those gifts to another fit, to another the gift of healing. Now, gift of healing is not soul healing. It's body healing. Somebody is paralyzed. They lay hands on the person. Physically, is able to get up and walk. That is the gift of healing. So the realm of milk faith, or faith towards God, it produces tangible results. Amen? It produces tangible results. And let me just break the news to you. It was not the faith Jesus uttered. Do you know why? Elijah used that faith. Moses used that faith. Abraham used that faith. 
The faith Jesus uttered was what they called the faith of the Son of God. Jesus also used that faith. But the one he uttered was different. To utter something, hear me. To utter something, you see those books that we, we, we get outside. To utter something means you wrote it. Nobody has written that content before. Jesus healed the sick, did he not? And he healed the sick by faith, did he not? But Elijah also healed the sick. <laughs> Amen? You know, this was the contention in Jesus' time. That's why the Israelites, the Jews, did not really respect him too much. They're like, we've seen that one before. <laughs> They've seen miracles. We've seen that one before. He used to raise the dead. Elisha raised dead. In fact, his dead bones, his dead bones raised dead. So if, if that faith towards God that brings earthly results is all that we think Jesus uttered. No, Jesus did not utter that faith at all. That faith was before him. What he uttered was the one we call the faith of the Son of God. The one that pierces in, the one that's called Christ, that pierces in through the veil, into the sanctuary, into the holy place. Amen. Bear with me today. We are going to crack this thing by force. And you are going to crack it by force and paint it. Let's see Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Somebody help me read. I am crucified with Christ. Yes, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. The life I now live, I live by the faith. So it means the faith of the Son of God is Christ. Is the beginning of the Christ living in me. That is the faith that Jesus uttered. That Jesus, oh, that before Jesus, nobody has ever lived by that kind of faith. Nobody. Before Jesus, people have used faith to move mountains. People have used faith. People have used mountain moving faith. People have used faith. Mountain moving faith. The perfect example of mountain moving faith. Oh, how are you, Rob? <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. The perfect example of mountain moving faith was Moses. Moses with the, at the Red Sea. The Red Sea was a mountain. The Red Sea was a literal mountain before Moses. And Moses believed God. And it imparted. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, and Jesus operated in that same faith, but Jesus moved it to another step. It's called what? The faith of who? Of the Son of God. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, not so? Now, this faith of the Son of God is actually a faith for living. Amen? Is, do, you, do you get me? Is a faith for living. It's different from a faith for me to believe God for a phone. I believe God for the phone and I get the phone. Mountain moving faith. Jesus elevated faith by now saying, I'm not just going to believe God for money. I, that is part of it. But I'm going to believe God to live. I'm going to believe God to live. So he will say, man shall not live by bread alone, 
But by every word that cometh out of the mouth of God, every day Jesus was living by what his father was saying. That was a, that was if it takes faith to live like that. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. It takes faith. It is, in fact, it takes a higher faith to live that than that, that like that. It's a higher grade of faith. Think about it. You know, think about it. You just, you just, you, you don't know what you are going to do tomorrow. Jesus said, take no talk for tomorrow. Are you seeing the, the grade of the faith we are talking about? Jesus will wake up in the morning, go and pray. Discuss with the Father. And what he wants to do today, he did not know it yesterday. <laughs> the Father, the interaction he will have with his Father is what he will use to live that day, daily. Daily bread. That was part of our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. Is a day, is a daily. Our day is not food, it's not physical food. Daily bread, I am the bread of life. Give us daily the word that I will use to live. Praise the name of the Lord. So now let's begin our diagram. I say we're going to draw a diagram. I want us to uh, draw like a mountain shape. Like a mountain shape, like this. Ah. The way you started that drawing, I'm just looking some of you. We don't know whether we went to. <laughs> whether we don't have to draw on us. So you're just asking, so, uh, I said mountain. Mountain is like this. <laughs> Okay, let me see. Let me, Judy, let me see. How is, let me help me look at your drawings. <laughs> Mount, but make it call it because we're going to write some things in there. You want to make it big because it's the only diagram we're going to draw. But we're going to be putting things in it. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's good, that's good. That's good. Hey, Afi, let me see your own. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Amen. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay, so, okay, this is what we're going to do. At the bottom, before, not inside the mountain, at the bottom, you're going to write faith towards God. In brackets, call it mountain moving feet. And that was our base scripture for that was obviously we know the one from Mark Mark eleven, also First Corinthians chapter twelve verse thirty one. But covet earnestly the best gifts because it will take faith to receive those spiritual gifts. It will take mountain moving faith. If you believe God, you can trust God and you will have word of knowledge. God will give you the gift of the word of knowledge. Or God will give you the gift of healing. In fact, you sometimes you know, we can't want people they have so much faith, they don't even call it a gift. They just operate in healing. Yeah. Yes. yes. They just operate in it. They don't even call it, it just they don't use faith to do it. And the Bible here is telling us we should covet it. So it's not saying it's a bad, it should go for it. 
When they say covet, you know the Bible say there's a dimension of covetousness that God will say is not good. It don't be covetous. You know the Bible will say that it's talking about when you are envying your brethren, coveting. Do you get me? But this one, this is the only time I'm seeing where the Bible will say covet. Yeah. <laughs> it means go for it. Yeah, yeah. Burn for it. Amen. So mountain moving faith. But then after he says verse 31 there, but covet earnestly the best gifts. Then now says, and yet, and yet, I show unto you a what? A more excellent way. It's that so it's higher, more spiritual way. So Amen. So, what are we trying to establish as well? Don't now, because maybe you are now entering into knowledge of Christ, you will now not be coveting gifts. Because we need them. The body needs them. Amen. One of the challenges, you know, when healing is beginning to dry up in the body of Christ, it then affects the body. The body looks weak. We need to convert these gifts well. But, in addition, what? I show you a what? A more excellent way. It means the more excellent way is now pointing to something beyond the ephemeral. Beyond something that you can see tangibly. It's now pointing to receiving a content that was in Christ Jesus. A content of what I call nature. This more excellent way is how he behaved, his personality, his person, his nature. It's called the divine nature. When in the realm of this nature, when they were, let's see First Corinthians chapter 13. When they were comparing in the realm of this nature, these gifts to this nature, they called the gifts nothing. <laughs> in comparison, but it is something new in the realm of the ephemeral. But when you reach, when you begin to touch God's nature, touch the spiritual realm, God doesn't see anything ephemeral, anything that can fade. God doesn't see it as something. Because guess what? Think about it. I can heal somebody today of fever. Tomorrow he can get some malaria. I guess he can get another thing. Do you get me? So it means that somewhere it is, it can fade. To us it's something and it is something. But as long as it's still something that can flesh tangible, to God it is nothing because God is not flesh. Let's begin to see it. Though I speak, they now began to describe these gifts. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have no charity, I have become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, they began to name the gifts, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. That all knowledge there, remember we read the gifts. What was one of the gifts? Word of knowledge. And though I have all faith, it's also a gift. So that I could remove mountains, mountain moving faith, and have not charity. What I am? What am I? Who said that? (laughs) I am nothing. He's serious. But that's God's definition. But really, in our definition, you are something, though. 
Do you get me? In our definition, you are something. But in God's definition of what it counts as something, substances, anything that can still bring an ephemeral healing, body thing, body this, anything that can still bring something present, something in the present, it can fade away. As long as it can fade away to God, it is nothing. So now, the first step in that mountain put faith of the Son of God. And draw an arrow between faith towards God that we wrote beneath, up. So you are going up. I will explain. In the inside the mountain that you have done now, the mountain diagram. And those online, I hope you are not, I hope you are also drawing. Your mountain does not It's not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Judy, give it, give the, give the yeah. since you are Chiba sharing the diagram, let Chiba be the one to be doing it for him. <laughs> it's okay. So in the first layer, divide you can okay, divide the mountain into three layers. We already know what those three layers are. Faith, hope, and charity. We're going to see it in the scripture. What we're actually drawing here is Mount Zion. The Bible says, for all my springs are in thee. The mountain of the Lord. It's a spiritual mountain. All Mount Zion means is with Christ. That's really what it means. Where Christ reigns. Yeah. Where Christ what? Reigns. So are we done the arrow? Faith towards God. Mountain will faith up. Faith of the Son of God. Not so. Now let's deal with faith of the Son of God first. Now, let's see verse 13 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's see verse 13 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And now abideth what? Faith, hope, and charity. These three. But the greatest of these is what? Earlier on, what did I say when they talk about abiding, things that abide? Huh? Christ dimension, meaning substances, something. The opposite of something that abides is nothing. <laughs> Do you get that? Abide means it is remaineth. And in God's realm, in the spiritual realm, in God's realm, anything that can remain, fadeth not away. The Bible says uh, you're for, you have an inheritance yeah, that incorruptible undefiled, and faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. It doesn't mean it's when you get to heaven. Because Ephesians chapter 1 now says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And later, he now explained how the Christ, the thing you can download the substances from that Christ, the blessings. He says, first, uh, Ephesians chapter 1 now verse 16 now says that what? 
being enlightened, that you may know the hope of your calling. Now, so I cease not to give the giving thanks to my Father in heaven, that he may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. What, what, what does revelation mean, my brethren? Understanding. Understanding but I want, to, I want to make it connected to something that a revelation means something you don't know before. That is a revelation. You don't know it before. Yeah. And that's why they say it's a reserved way in heaven. It means it's not on earth. Yes. So anytime you receive something from heaven, you do not have it on earth, it's a revelation. Yes. Those are the inheritance reserved in heaven for you. It comes by revelation. First Corinthians chapter 2, we say, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard, nor has it according to the heart of man. What God has prepared for them that love him. If you just leave it there, you say, hey, well, there's nothing we can do. They say, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, so there's nothing we can do. But the next verse says what? But God. But God has revealed it, revealed them to, revealed it to us by what? By his spirit. So, revelation. Revelation is the mechanism by which you receive that thing reserved in heaven that fadeth not away. And the anything that fades not away is abiding. Wow, glory to God. Anything that fades not away is what? So, you know, and this is, this is the challenge. This is the, this is the, the fine, we have to find this right balance because if you, if you leave me alone, I'll only go for that which abides you. We don't have time for nothing. <laughs> me, that's how, but when I, when God has teach me sense and balance, get, <laughs> like it's good for me to also convert the gift so that I can be able to win others so that they can come and receive abiding substances. And so that, as Femi will say, you know, Femi will say that, you know, you can just, uh, Christ could just have said that let Christ or go to empire. And he's right. It's not, not, what, are you going to question him? <laughs> but in his mercy, we now say, okay, let me now give them nothing. Uh, yes. Let me, let, let me just play with nothing. That's the milk cream. And play with it to attract them, to win them over. But you know, so there are two sides to the coin. You know, sometimes you can enjoy nothing too much. <laughs> you will not want something again because nothing too can be so sweet. Genie has a question. Genie, Genie. <laughs> Dimension, milk, cream, milk. To actually, like, like, you know how you say, okay, we are speaking, 
you are sick, you can't really like um, sleep God in that way, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you have a, if you are poor or something like that, right? Like you can't really based on the way the earth is right now. Yes. Perfect, right? So we can't. We need that space to actually go for the faith of the Son of God. Mm-hmm. So is the faith of the Son of God standing on its own, or does it still need the faith what God actually like? To support it, okay. Yes. Let me help us. Uh, let me tell you the um, mathematics is good now. Uh, in teacher mathematics, they teach you polymers. But when you get to uh, SST, they start teaching you cosine, sine, tangent. But even in that realm, you still need polymers. Do you hear what you cannot learn cosine, sine, anything without polymers. Yes. You have to know where to build brackets, you have to know where to so, uh, in the realm of um, faith of the soul, when you are learning to obey Christ, eh, um, you cannot, if you have not understood faith towards God and put it to use, or sometimes God quickens that standard, you didn't really use it, but it just gives you the understanding. If you don't understand it, the time will come when God gives you instruction, usually things that you cannot see the end of it, you find it difficult to trust God. Because the tangible ones you've not been able to put it to you. Yes. So let me say, like someone like me has asked God for car and they have given me. If they tell me to go to Asia and go and preach the gospel, I know that I will meet my needs there. Mm. Because he has met my needs here. Yes. 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 But if I just enter and say, I'm going to Asia, the time will come, you'll be frustrated there. Because you can't you have not seen you begin to doubt the goodness of God. Yes. So that means that it helps you to stabilize. Stabilize. That is good. You will supply. Yes. Praise God. That, that's it. Uh, um, Jifra had a question. And she, you have a, you want, is it concerning this question? Okay. Yes, yes, you can get frustrated. Yes, praise God. Uh, Shifra, your question? Um, it's not really related. Yes, that's fine. But um, it's about the future. Okay. Sometimes I get confused. Okay. Yes. So, it's all one question, but it may seem like five questions. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it's one question. Happy yeah. father. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's one question. Now, I know that the Bible says that we should connect spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're explaining now that, like, it's nothing really. Mm-hmm. But it's substance of science. Yes. Right? Yes. So, yes, that's perfect. Yes. If Everybody was. This is not even a question. I'm just trying to ask a question. So okay. If everybody was Christ, is there a need for spiritual faith? And is it possible for somebody to be a Christ and not have spiritual faith? Because what's the purpose? I don't. I don't. 
Yes, if everybody is Christ, there is no need for spiritual gifts. In the world to come, they won't have those spiritual gifts. There will be no need for gift of healing. Who are you healing? <laughs> yeah. Yes, for himself. Exactly. It lots. Mm-hmm. Profit without. Yes. Yes. Charity is for your brethren. You will know that you there's need. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so perhaps as you are growing in Christ, you'll find yourself picking, going for expressing something for the sake of the body. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Emma. This is First Corinthians chapter twelve, right? Okay. So how do you convert to gifts? Because if Holy Spirit will still end up giving you to give as you will, why should you convert? Like, do you get what I mean? Okay. Okay. The person. No, because they, because it's like even though the person was praying, God can show mercy, and I'm not like God forbid, I'm I'm not trying to downplay anything. Yes. 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 They ask you to convert it. Yes. 
and they'll bring it to you. Okay. Now, what if you yourself, you're not, I know that like God can walk you to do that, to protect you yourself. Or like, what if you're not committing the wrong things, your mind will still jump to you guys. I know that this is a basic question, but it's actually yeah, it's a same question. Like, what so what if you're not converting the wrong yeah, gift? Yeah, what if you want word of wisdom? The Holy Spirit has, has desired to give you word of wisdom. Okay, what will happen in that case is that in your place of converting and prayers, he will now give you, he will show you the better one he wants to give you. And you will see the reason why. You will see the application of the word of knowledge for maybe people around your life that they actually need word of knowledge rather than word of wisdom. You will now begin to paint the picture so that you can change, shift the desire. Yes. Amen. <laughs> can we, we need to teach? <laughs> Praise God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who else? Okay. Uh, Judy, you have a question? We'll not finish that diagram today. <laughs> Go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> we have time. <laughs> Go ahead, Julia. I'm hearing you. I just, um, I need, I just need a little bit more clarification. Okay. You had said that the, I'm sorry. Yes, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So how, like, the gifts mostly are for faith towards God. Mm-hmm. Well, for instance, I'll give an example. Since math is very complicated. Okay, like, yes. Um, some things like, okay, like tongues and interpretation of tongues, which manifest a lot in our midst, right? Yes. And therefore, the, the, therefore the Christ dimension, the things that come out of those things. Yes. Helping our hearts to key more into what Christ is saying. Yes. Right? And to have faith. Yes. Kind of yes. But the faith that we that is conjuring our hearts is for the for Christ, right? Yes, yes. So would we now say that that like can those gifts still manifest for faith of the son or is it still a bit are you saying that it's maybe are some those gifts some of those gifts piercing into faith faith of the Son of God and not just faith towards God? Uh you can almost say yes. But at the end of the day, even that gift of tongues and interpretation, really, what is it for? It's, most of the time, we hear the tongues, it's for the word that's being spoken. It's to help people. You see the milk. It's still the, to help their faith to receive what maybe read, what Reverend is teaching. So the tongue, as Reverend will be teaching, sometimes you will be struggling, trying to break through light. And then tongues and interpretation will come that will now help the people to be able to understand what he is saying. So it's still that the one family was saying about milk faith is to really help you because doubt. So people will be doubting the ministration. So they will now bring tongues and temptation to help their doubts. Uh-huh. So it's still milk. But the milk is useful. Even in, in that realm. In fact, the, the milk, that's, those gifts of the spirit are more fulfilled in the realm of Christ. Meaning they, they actually, they are more targeted. Their purpose is sharpened in the realm of Christ. Yes. Well refined. Because it will, their purpose will help to raise many for the realm of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. It's good. It's good we spend time here. This is the found, these are the foundations. If the foundation of the righteous be cut short, what shall they do? Do you get me? As the Bible will say, if a man faileth in the day of adversity, what's his problem? 
His strength is small. You get me? And we know that strength is knowledge. Am I communicating? So these are the knowledges that will help you. So for example now, if in maybe next year now, Maybe he or Yebi is going through some thoughts, some challenges, and they are one wondering, this God, you know, the first you start vexing for God, this God, this thing is not working. Maybe I should go and do other things. The day you remember this message, that maybe it's because I haven't, I need to taste of the goodness of God more. Do you get me? It will help you. It may save you through that season. Because you, you now be wondering, maybe I need to go and trust God more for my needs. Do you know sometimes, maybe even pulling up one Kenneth Hagin message. You know, so some season where you have some struggles that you can't even, uh, strength will not allow you to go on EGFM. <laughs> because of what you are passing through. Do you get me? But you can go on, maybe just go and listen to Kenneth Copeland. So every now and again I do that. Just go and charge myself. There's no way you can listen to some of those men and you won't be charged. Just go and charge your feet. And trust God for. In fact, sometimes you can almost step out and say, "Don't just trust God for money." Maybe, maybe you just need to taste and see God's goodness again in that season. It may save you from that season of doubt. Amen. So it's good to know these things as foundations. Are we being blessed? Amen. I hope we, have, we haven't closed our diagram yet. <laughs> and those online, amen. Your diagram is still well and ready. So the underneath the mountain is faith towards God. In brackets, we call it mountain moving faith. I told everyone at the beginning of the session we should draw a mountain on a piece of paper, and we're going to be teaching Christ using the steps in that mountain. So there are three steps: faith, hope, and charity. But outside the mountain, just I just underneath the mountain, we call it faith towards God or mountain moving faith, and that's what we spent most of our time teaching right now, converting earnestly spiritual gifts. And one of those gifts is a gift of healing, gift of faith. All those gifts are gifts that produce ephemeral results, but they help build your trust in God. Amen. So, faith towards God is at the bottom, underneath the mountain. The first step in the mountain, we call it what? Faith of the Son of God. And I said, put an arrow up between faith towards God to faith of the Son of God. For the finest drawing, I'll give you, actually, there will be a prize. <laughs> okay, to get, don't worry, there will be a prize for the finest drawing. <laughs> so, are you confident you have the finest drawing? Really? Yeah, I'm confident I have the prize. You have the prize, <laughs> <laughs> So it means that the moment you step into the mountain, you've come into things that abide. You've come into substances of God that you're coming into the realm of things that fade not away. I called it the mountain of developing sense in God. <laughs> it's not having sense in God. Is in this mountain, the journey of this mountain, they will deal with your foolishness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What well, now? If think about, is it not full? If wait, think about it. Think about this. Femi, the TV behind you, you know, is going to fade away one day. Femi, the car you drive is not the same as when you bought it. No, it's not. Even the house you live in, some things will start breaking. You know it's on the way. And you now labor, you now use all the 24 hours in your day, seven days a week, to labor for something that is going to pass away. Are you not foolish? Are you hearing me? Are you not foolish? And men love their foolishness. That if you now tell them, no, we need to learn Christ, they say, oh, no, nah, you need to take care of people's this everywhere. Everybody, the people need to prosper. Christians need to take over places. <laughs> are, are you getting me? So it means that when you start learning Christ, what are you really learning? You are learning sense. Because we're all foolish before. And the most foolish of them all is the unbeliever. Foolishness is in the heart of a child. And what do you give to children? Milk. So milk doesn't make you wise. In milk, you still remain foolish, but you gain trust in your father. <laughs> That's you say that. You are still foolish, but at least you begin to trust your father. The Bible says a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he owns. Then he also now says that if all you go for is this world, you are amongst men most. Yea, that thing is heavy. It means you are so foolish. And there, somewhere I feel that that statement was for Christians. <laughs> it's for Christians. If all you go for is this world, means you have been saved now, you're in Jesus. And you should know, you should know that Jesus is God's substances, inheritance. And you are still going for something that will fade away. That all the labor, they don't say, they say all, remember. They say if all that you go for is this world, you are amongst men most miserable. All your energy of life, all the energy of your soul, all your time, all your money, all your thinking pattern is for ephemeral things. You are amongst men most miserable, meaning you are most foolish. And men who go for carnal things, they think they are wise somewhere. That's the funny thing. Satan, there's a way he designed foolishness and made it wise. <laughs> you think you are wise, I'm a sharp boy, man. I just calculate. The last night, writing the vision in Lagos, remember I was just joking, and it made me laugh. He <laughs> was talking to one of the pastors, in the pa uh, Pastor Mike Ogunye. And I think, I don't know if it was a joke or something, but he said that he had a friend who, when he came into one of righteousness, was watching him. So he's watching like he's, he will never make it in life. <laughs> And you just you're not watching him. Yeah, that's why I said I just after some time you say he'll, he'll come back to him. You get me? <laughs> like not going to make it. Like, I only see his foolishness. So he went back again and I bought a car. Ah! He now said, now you are starting ministry. He <laughs> <laughs> said, now you are starting ministry. <laughs> so what's 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 in their mind? Can they they connect ministry with? Earth, fleshy things. So when you are now learning something that is not going to give you fleshy things, you're like, ah, we're watching. I can't watch you people. You will not end well. 
after people have finished learning all this rubbish you are learning, you now come back <laughs> and go back to the things that matter. You get me? Places of authority in on it. Making money. Foolish things. Do you know why? I'm just still talking. Do you know why the Bible says in Hebrew that after you've learned Christ, all these things, and you turn back, what did it say? That there's no more remission of sins. Do you know why they say that? You were before foolish. You've gained wisdom. You now turn back to foolishness. How do you want to, how do you want to help a man that was once foolish, knew he was foolish, became wise, saw wisdom, and now say he wants to go back to foolishness? <laughs> Tell me, how do you want to help such a man? He's not fit for, yes, who puts his hand on the plan, looks like not fit for service in the kingdom. Because how do you want to help such a man? He has gone back to foolish. How do you not want to retell him that, no, this is now wisdom. He already knows he has passed through the wisdom. And he says he's going back to foolishness. And one man was like that in the Bible. So don't think you can't be like that. What was his name? Demas. Was it Demas? Demas. Even by his name himself. Yeah, some names, you know? <laughs> Demas. What did they say? What did Paul say concerning him? But he was with Paul. Growing with Paul. Paul now said that he, for he loved. Yeah? Exactly. What did he see? He has been learning Paul. Paul has been teaching Christ all this while. So he was gauging Christ and seeing this present world. And he loved the present world more than the Christ. He loved vanity more than Christ. So, let me, not tell, let me not tell you a secret. Though I have called vanity foolishness, hear me? Though I have called what? Vanity foolishness. But there is a wisdom hidden weaved inside it. Mm. There is a wisdom that a fallen angel weaved inside the vanity that will make it look wise to you. Though it is foolishness. Like a mirage. Are you still with me? Imagine being in a desert. You know, have you watched some movies where you're in a desert? Out be, this is the wisdom that Satan uses. In a desert, after you journey for a bit, you are a bit dry. You need water. Not so? You need water. So physical water. Then when you now look at far, what do you normally see? Your mind will start creating the mirage for you. You now start seeing a pool of water in the desert. So you now say, let me journey there. If I can just make that place... By the time you get there, what will happen? There is no water. But what would your mind tell you again? Another further mirage. That no, no, this is not where it's at. You need to go further and further. That's what Satan does to us. We'll be journeying in mirages. Then the time will come when you now finally realize that all this while I've been foolish. Satan will now tempt you that, ah, it's too late. Oh. Is it, do you know how many kilometers you have walked? It's too late. You have gone too far in that there's nothing you can do. If our God will not want to accept you again. Let me tell you, the, the end of a man who journeys with Satan, all of them, they know that it is nothing they've journeyed to. They all know. So they have two options. Some of them, you watch some of them, all these celebrities. Huh? Some of them, they, they will journey. For every one person that makes it, 10,000 has destroyed their life. If you check, most of you who came to move into California, California is actually a state of immigrants. 
from different states in the United States. Ask them what if you ask if you do a survey. Half of people in California came to California to what? To be movie stars. How many people ended up being movie stars? Only a fraction of a percent. But more people are coming because what are they watching? They are watching the one who made it. And the one who made it now has a two, two choices because when she makes it, she realizes that she has, done, she has done nothing. He or she has done nothing. So they now have two choices. One choice is to now love the lie. They know it's a lie. To be a lover of a lie means you know it's a lie. But you, have, you, you feel you have gone too far. You now love it and you now preach it. Maybe that's a lover and a maker of a lie. That's one choice. The second choice is to go into drugs. Go and find things that will suspend you in your, in your nothingness. In your emptiness. So that's why you will find some of them commit suicide. Some of them go into OD. And some of them don't. The ones who don't, they've loved it. They know it is nothing, but they love it. And they, they start projecting. When they, whenever they come on the red carpet, the dress they wear, the truth they wear, they, they loved it. They know it is nothing. They know they are nothing. But they, they loved it, and so they are projecting it. Those are the two choices. Am I communicating somebody? So Satan designed inside that foolishness. He knows that the end of where he's leading man is to death. He knows it. <laughs> if the guy can be honest one day, <laughs> he can't, I know. If he can be honest one day, just ask him the question. Say, okay, Satan, this one, this, today, just this one question. Be honest with me. I'll say, I'll be honest. <laughs> ask him, the reward, where you are taking man the end, is there anything there? <laughs> you know they tell you? He said, it's nothing there. <laughs> but he's a liar, so he would not. Nothing. But he will keep fishing men, drawing, drawing them with little vanity. Little vanity. But the end is emptiness. Um, are, are we blessed in the house today? Can we move on? We are, we are now dealing with the faith of the Son of God. Amen. The faith of the Son of God. So that's still the, the first step. The first step in what? Huh? The first step in the mountain. Thank you. Now we want to engage in how do you develop the faith of the Son of God? Because it's different from what? Faith towards God. And I told you that who, who uttered, what faith did Jesus utter? It's actually faith of the Son. He did not utter faith towards God. He did not utter mountain moving faith. Why? Moses used it. He's already there. He was existing before he came. In fact, some of the people, Jews were almost taunting him. Have you done what Moses did? Have you parted the rest? When you part the rest, he come, we'll believe you. <laughs> Eh? Are you know what Elijah did? Did your, did your dead bones raise the dead? And is it today? With, I mean, in Israel, they've seen things. You're not the first person to raise the dead. Maybe if you came to Nigeria and raised the dead, everybody will believe you. But in Israel, we've seen this thing before, so it's not. <laughs> Why are you not forming special? The problem we had with Jesus is not that he, was, he had anointing, the problem was not forming like he was too special. 
So they were not trying to calculate. The Bible, Paul will say, Jews look for a sign. The Gentile for wisdom. <laughs> the Greeks wisdom. <laughs> so what the Jews were looking at, Jesus, they were like, okay, you are saying you are Messiah. I'm hearing Messiah, son of David, son of David. And we are calculating all your miracles. And we are checking it. Okay, you raised this one from the dead. And Elijah did it also now. Mm. <laughs> So what are you saying? <laughs> so they hated him because he was claiming something that based on the signs they were seeing, uh, they've seen it before. <laughs> so Jesus said to them, I'll not give you any sign except the sign of Jonah, which was the death and resurrection. Destroy this temple and I'll raise it up in three days. But they cannot even comprehend it. It was, it was in the spirit that Jesus was justified. Justified in the scene of angels. His angels who could tell his life. That this life is not Elijah. Elijah did not do this. Moses did not do this. Abraham did not do this. Abraham did not live by faith that like Jesus lived by faith. By every word that cometh out of the mouth of God. Jesus, every day, my meat is to do the will of God and finish it. Here I am, I have come, as it's written of me in the volume of the books, to do thy will, O God. Nobody ever has ever done that. He uttered that faith. What, the, what was Abraham's kind of faith? Okay, God told him, I will give you a promised land. So he started journeying and living his life, going towards leading and going towards it. Do you get me? Let me just give you one snippet of, a, of an example of the difference between Jesus and Abraham. Amen. In terms of how the life, the life operation. When Abraham went to Egypt and he was concerned, hear me, he was concerned that they would take his wife, Sarah, because she was beautiful. And so, or they would kill him because of his wife, Sarah. So he now decided to say that he was his sister. Did he ask God on what he should do? So he just went ahead and just <laughs> let me help myself. Are you saying that? What would Jesus do? What he sees his father doing on a part-time basis? Are you seeing life? Is the churning out of day by day living. It's where the Christ makes the difference. Am I communicating? In the churning out of day by day living is where Christ, that's where the rubber meets the road in Christ. That's where you tell the difference between Christ and everybody else. Let me give you another example. Did, whose bones raised the dead? Elisha. I think it's Elisha, right? Elisha. Not so? That was a great miracle, wasn't it? Now, a group of children, Yab Elisha, what are they calling? Bald-headed man, you bald-headed man. What did Elisha do? Did he ask God? <laughs> he called Lion. And maybe the Lion was not there, but Lion was just on his own. Because the anointing, Lion had to answer call and come and ravage and kill babies. (laughs) 
people are doing some artistry here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people are doing some major art here on their diagram. <laughs> so you better catch your man. You have seen this one here. <laughs> That I went to go and kill Uriah. <laughs> are you seeing life? Did that, we're not those men who use faith. But are you seeing where the rubber meets the road? Where Christ living, day to day living, day to day Christ living is what Christ uttered, is the faith Christ uttered. Praise the name of the Lord. So the faith Christ uttered is called the faith of the Son of God. And we read that in Colossians, uh, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Not so. That to live is Christ. The life that I now live, I live by the... So Christ is the faith of the Son of God. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Or faith of the Son of God is the beginning pillar, the foundational pillar of the Christ life. Amen. Let's see it again in Ephesians chapter 4 this time, I think. Ephesians chapter 4. Praise God. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Ephesians chapter what? Chapter 4. Verse 12. From verse 12. Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, colon 13, till we all come in the unity of the faith. Till we all come in the, that unity of the faith, there is that faith of the Son of God. Why would they use the word in the unity of the faith? It means there's diverse, in the faith towards there's diversities of faith in faith towards God. Because everybody is using it for something else, for, their, for diverse reasons. <laughs> in faith of the Son is one. There's one method in the faith of the Son of God. Are you hearing me? In faith towards God, you, you have your own agenda of why you are using the faith towards God. I have my own personal reason why I'm using faith towards God. There's diversity. But in the faith of the Son of God is one content. It's powered by one thing. I call it the knowledge of the Son of God. Anyone who is, wants to, anyone who wants to say, I'm, I, I, I'm living by the faith of the Son of God, I'll ask you, who are you listening to? <laughs> it's very simple. Why? Because what powers the faith of the Son of God is the knowledge of the Son of God. Actually, any, what powers any kind of faith is the Word. But there are different knowledges in the Word. Do you get me? There is the Word where, the, you know, where you read the Scripture, in the Word, where you will see people being prospering. Is in the Word. And they will, they will now prophesy to you. There is somebody here. You will do this, you will do that. It's still the Word. You will take that Word, and it will come to pass in months to come. To come. It's still a word. It's still the word of God. But, but, so in the word of God, there's knowledges. 
Do you get me? And in the word of God is provision. But when you start dealing with the knowledge of the Son of God in the word, that's when you are now breaking into the faith of the Son of God. God help me, help me paint this thing well. You know, in milk dimensions, sometimes we do they do a lot of confession. And I've seen, have you heard, have you seen some people will say they'll give you in prayer points, they'll not give you scriptures. When you want to pray for healing, they give you the scriptures. Go to here, Isaiah this, uh, then I wish above all things that I may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. So you now use the school scripture. As you are reading those scriptures, now start confessing them. I claim my healing. I claim my healing. Is that not the word of God? But is that the knowledge of the Son of God? Because it's something that's for practical use, to bring something about. But when you're accessing knowledge of the Son in this same word, you now start accessing the content of a person. How he lived, what he does, how he responds in different situations. What he likes and doesn't like. Oh my God. How to access him. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. That one you are now talking about knowledge of the Son of God. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, does it bring healing? <laughs> what well, did I say spirit of that you may your eyes may, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the healing of him? What do they call it? In the knowledge of him. They didn't say spirit of wisdom and revelation that will break you into breakthrough in the prison of No. It's in the knowledge of him. Everything in that, in that, for that spirit operation, spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know the hope of your calling. Nothing about anything ephemeral. But it's also in the world. But also in the world, you see other places that will visit that the, uh, the, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health. <laughs> Even as you're so prosperous. And so you will see that we'll now, we'll now package, you know, you know how they do it now? You package one verse here, one verse here, one verse here, one verse here, put it together and claim your healing and claim your prosperity and it works and it's good and they say covet it. But I show you a more excellent way. Praise the name of the Lord. This is a Christ labor today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, you have to labor with me, but as we are laboring, we are also drawing, drawing it in pictures. That's the reason for the diagram, so you are seeing it. Let's see. How do I know? Is by the knowledge of the Son of God. Still that Ephesians chapter 4 we are reading. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and and of the it means that tight that faith that faith is tied. This faith here, the unity of this faith, this faith they are talking about here is tied to knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Kai. So it means the knowledge of the Son of God. Yeah, yeah, Carla. Now, diagram updates. <laughs> just underneath that faith of the Son of God, post put in bracket, just underneath, not on inside the mountain, underneath, right? Knowledge of the Son of God. And you can draw like a symbol of a flame, meaning it's the gas, it's the energy that powers the faith. Now, this is where you now, this is the, the answer to that scripture. 
where it says, if the foundation of the righteous, hear me, hear me, if the foundation of the righteous be cut short, what did he say? What, what is, from what I just told you, what's the foundation of the righteous? Is the knowledge of the Son of God. The day you stop hearing knowledge, you are breaking your foundations. Be, you, must, you must be a permanent hearer. It is your foundation. It's what powers the whole building. You will see that this same knowledge of the Son of God is what will turn that faith of Son of God to hope. And as the knowledge is being refined and becoming perfect, it will turn it to charity. Femi, for how many years now we've been teaching Christ? We've been teaching this Christ. But four years ago, we're making mistakes. <laughs> but God was permitting it because we're still teaching knowledge. But today we're still teaching the same Christ, but he's now sharpened. So it's the same knowledge that powers faith of the Son of God. That same knowledge will become more refined, tried in hope, and it will become precious in charity. So your foundation is hearing. Don't, don't play with it. If you cut it off, what shall the righteous do? You better, you better get used to preaching, preaching. No. Excuse me. In Revelation chapter twenty, the Bible says Christ will come back for how many years? Huh? A thousand. One, how many years have you lived on earth? Thirty something, twenty something. And we're already complaining about you are old. Somebody is going to come for 1,000 years on this earth. Now, ask me, what is he going to be doing? What is he going to be doing while he's on earth? Why, why, what is he going to be doing while he's on earth for 1,000 years? He'll be teaching. In fact, he may not need to heal anybody because we, many of his boys would have learned healing. You know, after about three years, he started sending the boys out. Yeah. He didn't need to be going to be to town to town to be healing people. He sent them two by two. They came back, we were praising God. They said, people, demons are living. Jesus was like, ah, do that. <laughs> Don't be happy that things are living. Be happy that your names are written in the book of life. And that was just 70. How many do you think he has now? Millions, billions. So if, if EBA can heal, why would Jesus now go to some guy and he go and touch somebody? My daughter, go on, go and pray for the person. So what would he be doing? 1,000 years old. 1,008 years. I'm not talking about one day of the Lord, one, no. Eight years. <laughs> in each of those 1,000 years, there are going to be 12 months. And in each of those 12 months, there are going to be 30 days. And Jesus will be on earth. Do you think we're watching Netflix? In fact, he would have banned Netflix by then. <laughs> If I was an advice, I would say that's one of the first things you just ban Netflix on the earth. I will advise brutal. I will the only TV they'll be making, they'll make it tailored that it can only broadcast from Jerusalem. If it's me, I'll be a ruthless guy. 
Christians. <laughs> For 1,000 years, Jesus is going to be teaching. So better get used to hearing him. And if Reverend K, his son, can teach for three hours on a constant basis. <laughs> if Paul, if Paul, his son, could sit for two days. Uh, Paul, his servant, <laughs> can teach for two days straight. As only brother had died. Jesus will teach for four weeks. Some people will be falling out and dying. And Jesus will not wait. After four weeks, you can still go and raise them. I don't say they will teach you. So people are afraid. Eh? God. Every week we will believe us convention. In that time, when you're in. You know, we are hustling. We have to do, we are wondering how to do it three days, four days, five days. We are struggling. Come, you know. And you enjoy it then because you see, there's no need for okay. Why do we want to do other things? We want to make money to buy for. Excuse me, who am I calling? Who am I calling then? Everybody I ever wanted to know is right there with me in Jerusalem. <laughs> who am I Excuse me, where am I driving to? Even if I had a car, I would sell it to make sure I don't leave Jerusalem. <laughs> I don't want to drive out. I want to stay there. <laughs> so what, 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 why am I walking? I'm not doing anything else. So I will sit by his side and let him teach. So we better get used to what? To hearing. I will show you in the world to come, they will still be teaching. Revelation chapter 12, the tree of life, the fruits of the tree, the 12 manner of fruits, and the tree, leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation. What are they? There's not flesh they are healing, there is soul. As yeah, they are healing your soul right now. They will be healing the soul, souls of nations in the world to come. They will still be preaching. I hope I'm not. I already said for me, Pastor James is planning some increase of meetings. No. <laughs> we are okay, we are okay. <laughs> Don't worry. We are just trying to hold the fort. Eh? When Jesus comes, I'll close Bible. <laughs> I'll let the Papa himself come out. <laughs> I'll go somewhere, I can't find seats. I can't find seats to be right here. <laughs> of the Son of God does what? It powers the whole house. That whole mountain is powered by the knowledge of the Son of God. Let's see Psalm. Psalm 87. Psalm 87. Oh, glory to God. Psalm 87. Wow. His foundation is where? Is in the holy mountain. For the Lord loves the gates of 
more than all the dwellings of Jacob. What you just drew is where? Is Zion. And what's, that, what's the foundation? Knowledge of the Son of God. You can also call it faith of the Son of God, but it is powered by knowledge. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing, by the knowledge in the Word. So it means that his foundation is what? Is his knowledge. Ah, ah. Hey, my people perish. Huh? If the foundation of the righteous be cut, what shall the righteous do? It means they will perish. My people perish. My people perish for lack of knowledge. That what shall the righteous do means the light, righteous will perish, they will be lost. If their foundation, their source, their fountain, the flow of knowledge that so, comes into their life is been cut off. And that perishing, you know when you pluck a branch from a tree, it has, to, it has already perished though, but it still looks green in the flesh. And if you get me. It still looks green. So that, that, that's it. Maybe we'll perish. It, it, for 20 years, they'll still be looking green. But because you've been blocked up, you've been cut off from your foundation, God knows eventually you'll wither. This foundation is too important. This is the foundation of your Christian life. His foundation is where? Is in the holy mountains. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. This is awesome. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than what? All the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God. I will make mention of Rehab and Babylon to them that know me. Behold, Philistine and Tyre and Ethiopia, this man was born there. And of Zion it shall be said, this man and that man was born in her. And the highest himself shall establish her. Verse 6, the Lord shall count when he writeth up the people. He writeth, when he writeth up the people. When he writeth up. Oh my God. When he, he will write you up. And you know his, his words they used to write up. And what is knowledge? Knowledge, they will write you up. When he write up the people that this man was born there, Selah, verse 7, as well as the singers, as the players on the instruments shall be there, the last statement. What does the last statement say? All my springs are in thee. Now, let, let me say to them. Have you ever seen a spring before? Springs, waters. But where does the water start from? From, his, from the source, with the found, like the foundation, is a springing up. Are you with me? Like fountain springs. It starts from this, the, what, the power, the engine that forces the water up is from down here. The, so the water is here, and then it's springing up. All my springs are in there. It means that is a confirmation. The knowledge of the Son of God is the waters. Right? Because by the washing of water, by by the word. Amen? So the knowledge of the Son of God is the pool of waters. It will begin to spring up as you are engaging it over time. Until all my springs are in thee. The moment all my springs are in thee, you are precious.
So when we say, so the next step, you do you can write another arrow up now. Faith of the Son of God, arrow up. The next step is hope. Amen. The next step is what? And then the last one is charity. So you can also you can put the last one. Now, I want you to like draw from that knowledge of the Son of God that you did, that bracket. I want you to spring up things like water springing up. <laughs> spring up things and spring it up to the, to the tip of the mountain. From, from, no, from faith of the Son, but I want you to start it from the knowledge of the Son of God. So you know that's what is springing up. From the knowledge of the Son of God, that bracket, that bracket underneath faith of the Son. I hope you are still together. And those online, I hope you are still with me. Spring it up. Springing waters. Meaning springing knowledge. Praise the name of the Lord. Meaning what? Springing knowledge. Springing knowledge, and it will spring up to the what? To the tip of the mountain, to the top of the mountain. Praise the name of the Lord. Now let's visit another scripture. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 28. I'm going somewhere. Today is school of Christ, isn't it? And you have an image to go home with. Mm. So that you will not feel Christ school. <laughs> this, uh, you, know, I can't, you know you can't see this thing. This is, what you are drawing here is your many years. <laughs> it will be springing up. But I want to show you the source. What you can never negotiate in this your journey. You can never negotiate your foundation. Because if your foundation is cut off, what shall the righteous do? Everything in Christ is sourced from the foundation. It's powered by the foundation. It springs up. Everything in the realm of Christ. You can never negotiate your hearing. Oh, glory to God. I'm laboring this morning. <laughs> Praise God. Isaiah 28, verse 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion, see it again, for what? For a foundation, a stone. If there is space around that faith of the Son of God, put a stone. Jenny, <laughs> is there still space? <laughs> yeah, try that. There's a way, there's somewhere you can put it. Around the feet of the Son of God, somewhere. Put a stone. 
around hope, put a trite stone. And around charity, put a precious cornerstone. We're not teaching sure foundation today. That one is another building on top of the mountain. <laughs> that is for another day. Mountain top. That one is the New Jerusalem. The city, the glorious, the everlasting kingdom on top of the mountain. But we're not visiting that today. Today is school of Christ. Sure foundation is the realms of everlasting father. Meaning beyond Christ. That's why they added foundation is Christ. They added sure to the Christ. That's the means that's God's realm. Amen. Uh, Femi, that's the price so that you want to drink. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? I know uh she was supposed to be the spirit, he has brought a bigger price. So the, God has elevated the price. <laughs> are you seeing it? So you, are, you are looking at the price. Uh, I'm sorry for those who are online. <laughs> I'm sorry for those who are online. I will announce the price winner and then you can message them. You get me? You see if you can partake of the price. <laughs> you can have it, sir. <laughs> God, you know, God, God, is, God is good, though. God saw that we had need of price and He made provision. <laughs> so you are looking at the price. If he's not wondering, maybe I should have drawn this my mountain well. <laughs> I need to upgrade this mountain. Do you get me? <laughs> but he's not, I mean, you are regretting. I said, why did they provide this price for the beginning? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Is everybody okay in the house? Yes, sir. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'll just all I'll just so that next maybe if you are in that meeting, you come for meeting. The price is wine. Uh, be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a Christ love. This is not a Christ-like operation. I just did right now. <laughs> I just manifested on Elijah. Not a Christ love. Foundation, so foundation, foundation, foundation. If you're going to leave home here, with a foundation. You don't play with foundation. You don't joke. You don't mess around with foundation. That's what they say. That's the transgression. So I transgressed and I by that not. Christ is the foundation. You don't mess around with foundation. You don't joke with your hearing. The day you begin to joke with it, play with it. 
you are hurting them. You know, sometimes, maybe, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, the devil has probably been trying, maybe sometimes, maybe, for some of us, maybe it's reverend. Reverend is where the source is coming from. Sometimes you start having some feelings, some wrong feelings towards him. She said, I know did it. Yeah. Yes, now. So that you can, what? To play with your foundation. That's all. It's not, it's not, it doesn't care about both of you, the vessels. He just wants you to stop your foundation. That's all. It's about your hearing. It's about the content. Amen. So don't be offended. Praise the name of the Lord. Because it's, it's, about, it's for your salvation. Don't joke with you. It's your foundation. And every man... Paul said it. Every man's work will be tried. Uh, and nobody, let nobody lay any other foundation than that which I have laid, which is what? Christ Jesus. Every man's foundation is the one that will be tested. Me, I'm not your foundation, no. I don't want to be. <laughs> Preaching Christ to you. Stop suspecting me. <laughs> you, can, you know, we also preach sure foundation. But when you are preaching sure foundation, you'll be preaching, you will be preaching with the light of Christ. I was this week I was listening to I was listening to UK Believers Convention from last year. Your God led me. From last year again. And the theme was about love, the father's realm. So you would think that all the messages would be about father's realm. No. <laughs> Even the messages that are teaching, wherever we teach about father's realm, you will see it will mingle into Christ and use the Christ way to join into the father's realm. Then you will see when Pastor Stanley will come and preach, he will just preach Christ. Reverend Henry will come and preach, he will just preach Christ. Reverend Busi will just come and preach Christ and lay the foundation. Reverend Reverend will come, he will now preach, he will now be able to journey, move up from there. Because if there is no Christ, you can't. He is the foundation. That's why they didn't call it sure something else. They call it sure what? Uh, <laughs> so it means they added sure on top of foundation. So even when we break into break into the realm of everlasting father administration, there will still be Christ, there will still be foundation ministration inside. It's Christ that will spring up into all of it. So it means Father's realm is when your Christ has turned to perfect judgment. Meaning when you have learnt all the Christ, I call it all the sense, and you now have perfect sense. <laughs> Are you with me? How do I know his sense? Paul was speaking to people who were like, like-minded like him. He says, for ye have the what? The mind of Christ. Is that not where you have sense? So every time you are learning Christ, you are learning sense. And we need sense in this Christian journey. And this is, this is, you know, Jesus had this problem with, with 
his people. <laughs> a time came, Jesus said, He says, For the children of this world in their generation are what? Are wiser than his own. Why would you be Jesus? <laughs> it means a problem. It means we, his own, we don't know how to go for our own sins. Christ, Christ, what is Christ? What are they saying again? Christ, Christ, let's just simple. Yeah, it's okay. But Christ is, if you want to learn sense, you have to learn Christ. Learn sense according to God's order. You know, Satan has his own sense. And the children of this world are learning their sense well. They are resting to the mark of the beast. They are resting. They are learning their sense well. When I check them out, these guys are stuck, just studios of their sense. They are, they are racing to their death. They are racing in their sense well, but we were sluggish with our sense. And God's sense and Satan's sense are two, two worlds apart. So the, mo- the day you got born again, and you are not learning God's sense, it means whose sense are you using to live? You are still using the sense of this world to live. So let's not be foolish. Let's be wise. And learn sense. Learn Christ is learning the sense of God. Somebody help me say it. Learning Christ is what? Is learning the sense of God. Meaning the mind of God. They call him Christ, the wisdom and the power of God. He will teach you how to live. He will teach you how to prosper. How to, the Lord God will teach my hands to fight and my fingers for battle. That's what John said in 1 John. That which we have heard. That it was the battle, it was the, it was the fight. That which we have heard. That which, that which we have heard, that which we have seen. Which we have looked upon. Our hands have handled. You war with it. You exercise with it. That's why, oh my God. Glory to God. Let's see Hebrews chapter 5. Let me, let me prove his sense that, that Christ teaches you. Word of righteousness is for sense. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Strong meat belongeth to them who have used meat. To become to full age, word of righteousness. That was verse 13. Even those who by reason of use have their what? Have their what? Senses exercised. So word of righteousness exercises your sense. For what purpose? You now know how to descend, how to live. He will teach us how to live. You, you, know, you know what not to touch. touch. How to touch not the unclean thing. What to avoid. This is what Balaam lacks. This is what he lacked that made him stumble. He lacked sense. Was, what was I, when I was teaching Balaam two weeks ago, what did I say, what did I, say I would have done? After prophesying, a star shall come out of Jacob. Uh, these people, they will conquer this. Conquer Moab. Conquer, oh boy, Dominion. Ah, uh, Moses. Moses, how are you, sir? Ah, uh, we are serving you, sir. <laughs> Can we join your battalion? 
I have seen things that will just see what I have seen. You go and join, sense will tell you to go and join them. Imagine, okay, let me bring it on, let me make it practical. You know there was a time where United States of America was just a barren land, wilderness, where people from Europe started migrating small by small. If you're in Europe then, nobody would have known what America would have turned out to be. You'd have been like, what, why am I going to a wilderness to go and die with illness? I'm going to fight with the, you know, the natives, the First Nation population. So they will be reluctant to go. But imagine if, if there was a Balaam in Europe. What would they have seen? He would have seen that the United States of America was going to end up being the greatest nation on earth. Do you get me? Aha. So what, what will sense tell you? If you have seen a prophecy of what is going to happen to America, sense will tell you to migrate. <laughs> so Balaam was a prophet seeing things, but he didn't have sense. And when you lack sense, because of common gold coins, gold coins, you are ready to sacrifice the whole thing, the whole prophecy. Put God, expose God, because of coins. It could be anything. That coins could be in name, ambition, pride of life. That's what they name it, right? This world, name. Somebody say, Jesus had sense. This is the same thing Satan tempted him with. I want us to go and look at it. <laughs> Let's go and see it. Luke chapter 4. <laughs> Luke chapter 4. Jordan and was led by the Spirit into what? Into the wilderness. Being forty days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Amen. Everybody still has their diagram, not so? Uh, and you go online too. You have not distracted yourselves. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, we are still going to cap it up. Amen. Well, let's pass through this route. He says, being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. The first temptation was the temptation of flesh. Hear me. I'm going to define the three temptations. Jesus actually overcame everything Satan would, would tempt you with. This, this scripture is an interpretation of it. I will teach it. Don't worry. The first temptation is the temptation of what? Of flesh. Amen? Bread. Physical bread. Flesh. Turn this stone to flesh, to bread, so you can eat. What can enter your belly? What you eat with? The first temptation was Esau temptation. Muscle of porridge. Flesh. Now, and Jesus answered him. Jesus gave answer according to the foundation in the holy mountain. Oh, my God. 
And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word of God, meaning all my springs, oh my God, all my knowledge. That's temptation one. That's two. <laughs> Glory to God. But by what? Every word of God. He overcame flesh. Number one. First temptation. Let's go to the next one. Are, you, are we together in the house, please? Then verse 5 now says, And the devil, taking him up into an high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world. The thing has not turned from flesh temptation to vanity temptation. It's <laughs> a elevate glories of the world. Kai! This is where Balaam fell. Now, wait. Hear me. He says, I'll show them all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Flash! Boom! Oh boy, that thing will power. Thank God God saves us from that temptation now. <laughs> All the king, boom! That boom, you are gone. <laughs> I see boom. <laughs> Yay! And the devil said, All power will I give, all this power, sorry, all this power will I give thee, and the glory of them. For what is delivered unto me is a liar, and to whomsoever I will give it, sure. Verse 7, if thou will worship me, all shall be thine. Everything the enemy, in, in the spirit, is trade. trade. Buying and selling. And Lucifer knows that your worship is more valuable than all the glories of this world. He knows, but you don't know. <laughs> he knows it. you don't know it. Okay, why why don't we ask him this question rather? Say, no, you take the glories of this one and give me your own worship. He will not answer you again. <laughs> no, he said, okay, you take the glories, keep the glories, and you give me your worship. Now Lucifer would have said no. He knows that what worship is more valuable in the spirit than vanity because vanity is nothing. I want to even just give an illustration. Imagine I have someone who is serving me and the person will do anything I want or I have one million dollars. Do you know which one? Really, to, to most, as I just mentioned it, to everybody, one million dollars is more valuable. No. In, really, that, having one person serving you, and you know it's a permanent service, is more valuable than one million dollars. Because, do you know why? Otherwise, if you don't have the person, you use that one million, anytime you want to get something done, you have to pay for it. You will be paying 10,000 here. 24 to get the service done that the one person would have been doing every for eternity. After a while, what happens to one million dollars? It will finish. 
Are you seeing what Satan was going for? Vanity will, it will finish. The glories of this world will finish. But if Jesus worships him, that one will not finish. Because Jesus was coming to an everlasting, he was an everlasting man then. Or coming to the strength of everlasting. He knows value. And this is why Balaam fell. They offered him gold and silver of Moab. How do I know Jude said it? Not grumpy like Balaam, who ran greedily after reward. The Lord, the Lord, let's see it's Jude, Jude. You know, he took he took the New Testament. In the realm of flesh, Old Testament can interpret fresh. He will take the New Testament insights to understand iniquity realm. Because they are unseen realms of, of unrighteousnesses. Jude, who is there? Verse 11. Verse 11. Yes. In the way of Cain. And ran greedily. Error of Bala. For what purpose? For reward. Ah, yeah, yeah. Reward. So Satan's reward is vanity. And if, va- if the vanity is your reward, you have re- been rewarded with nothing. So Balaam, hi, Balaam lost his relationship with God and his place in God because of nothing. That's why, that's why it is foolish. That's why I said it's lack of sense that caused Balaam's problem. Why would you exchange? You are a prophet of God, having the words of God, knowing knew the knowledge of the Most High. Numbers chapter 24, verse 16, I believe. Having the vision of the Almighty, the three Elohims, you knew them. Anytime you do sacrifice, they land. Moses was not like that self. Moses will want to still see God. God will say, you can see my back. But it's Balaam, who every time he will, he will sacrifice, God will land. And you sacrifice that because of gold and silver that will perish. Gain, name. Excuse me, would that money not finish one day? Is it all possible that in Balaam's own country they don't even accept more money? <laughs> and then you now realize that the reward you got for the evil is nothing. Satan rewards with nothing. That's what I'm trying to say. It may appear like something, but he knows it's nothing. Jesus also knew it. Jesus said, what shall it profit a man to gain nothing? <laughs> you see that? To gain the whole world, but lose his soul. His soul is something. Your soul, even a soul that doesn't have something of Christ is still something to God. Why? Because is that soul, why is that soul something? The soul is a vessel that can take substances. So a, an empty soul is more valuable than, than nothing. Vani- anything that perishes is what? Is nothing. Anything that can fade away is nothing. Glory to God, somebody. This is awesome. So the second, the first temptation was what? Flesh. Turn stone to bread. Jesus overcame it by what? Foundation. 
Do you get me? By faith of the Son of God, meaning knowledge by the Son of God. But, but that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the second temptation now is what? Vanity. What is what's another word for vanity? Vain. Really, what's the root? What's the what does that mean? Vain. Vanity means what? It is nothing. It's a mirage. It's actually nothing. So what Satan was doing I've seen Jesus just did this mirage at the moment of boom. <laughs> and told him now, give me your something. I don't know if you are hearing me. Give me your something for my nothing. What kind of trade is that? Eh? It's like when somebody has sold you a fake product, it's after you now realize that it's fake. No, I used to dwell with those things a lot. When I buy from China, it's because it's a bit cheaper. Do you get me? But after like two weeks or a month, the thing will just break down. They're taking your $50 free. <laughs> You've given them something, they've given you what? <laughs> finishing are you hearing me today don't give your something for nothing don't give your worship to anybody it's for God only no matter how tempted you are just thinking that any temptation you are tempting to leave God you are tempted by nothing I, you know, recently we had one of us here go through something, a, a challenge. Today the challenge is solved. But during the challenge, do you get me? The person was almost moved away from the way. Do you get me? But is the challenge not nothing? Is the challenge not nothing? Because now, today, does that challenge exist? No. <laughs> it has passed away. So what is it? It's nothing. It's history. But imagine if she now gave up. Diggers now gave up her foundation because of the challenge. Then she has given something for what? For nothing. You must know, you must know this, that every trial has an expiry date. Whether it likes it or not is the nature of trials. They have deadline. There is absolutely, I've, I've not seen one, one soul who all his life was being tried. It's not possible. Every day of every minute, every month, he was, he was suffering one thing to another. No, it's not possible. So if you know that every trial has an expiry date, then every trial is nothing. Use it to, as a stepping stone to give yourself more to Christ. Give yourself more to God. He cared for you. He will make bring solution. Pray about it too. We've learned about correcting energy, doing milk faith. Pray about it. Talk to pastors about it. Talk to people who are your elders, your leaders about it. So counsel can come, help can come. It will pass away. Not now because of it. Step out of the way. You have given something for what? For nothing. That was the second temptation. But Jesus had one more. Yeah. Somebody say self. self. 
That's the last one. That one is the dragon. By now, after you overcome flesh and vanity, you have overcome this world. The last one is, is the dragon. Who did a walk inside us and left itself in there. But the man he was tempting, no, no, had nothing inside. <laughs> <laughs> Many people, if they overcome the first one, the second one, very, if you even see the third one, we read this now. If you even see the third one, many of us, majority of us will fall in the third one. I can almost say almost 100% of us will fall in the third one. Because it's not too bad. It doesn't look too bad. <laughs> the first two really look bad. You get me? Uh, this was when you're still struggling with the world. You overcome the world. But this one doesn't look too bad. But this one is, a, is what's the problem with this one? Self. From verse 9, Luke chapter 4, I will close. All these things I'm teaching you are the development of sense. You know, they say you don't have sense. Some people say you don't have sense. A man who gives his worship for nothing does not have sense. Is that not, is that not simple? A man who gives his something for nothing does not have sense. And to be honest, all men who don't have Christ don't have sense. It's the reason why you come to learn Christ, so you can have sense. How not to submit your something, your worship, your Christ, your foundation. How not to give it up for nothing. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's finish this thing. Verse 9. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from tents. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee. These are not to tempting you. God, people, God, angels will come and help you. You know, just show small. Show yourself. You get me? Just show yourself. You, you, you have power. You are the Son of God. Manifest it. Let us see. Are yeah, you seeing ego? Most men who have ego, uh, don't, don't, I want, because you have been tempting me, I will show you now that you get me, that I am the son of God. Just, it, the fact that I won't talk himself, this conversation, it just will fulfill all righteousness. <laughs> if you are not in my realm, everybody will fall here. <laughs> if you are not dealt with self, your life. Because was he not the son of God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that be the son of God, Cast thyself from things, and it, it is written. You use my say, so you will say, believe by the word of God. Let me give you one now that you use for this one. <laughs> you know, in the first temptation, I say, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So I say, eh, no problem. Okay, I'll give you word. I will back this temptation up with word. So you won't say now it's because of word. There's word backed up here. I'm not even asking, I'm not even giving you my thing now. I'm just telling you, manifest yourself. Are you saying, I say, I'm not even tempting you with my own thing. I'm even using your own word. Oh yeah, just show yourself. Let them know you. You are son of God. And their hands that shall they bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dust thy foot against a stone. But Jesus, this is actually the realm of perfection. And Jesus answering said unto them, unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You know, if Jesus did that show. Nobody will ever know he did something wrong. It will be only between him and God. Oh, yes. 
Nobody ever need this money to serve Jehovah. Because what is wrong in just showing yourself? We were able to say, yay! Yeah, now it's your power. And you, later on, he still manifested the power. He turned 5,000, 5,000 distance to loaves. He fed 5,000. But you seen something about God. You seen someone nature about God. God doesn't man- waste his manifestation. Mm-hmm. It's when, when the fi- if the 5,000 was not there, he won't turn that five loaves to, five, to feed 5,000. Yeah. It's because the 5,000 were there and they had nothing to eat. If they came with lunch, <laughs> <laughs> You know how we know we pack lunch. <laughs> they will not need to multiply any food. <laughs> oh, you know what else say? Okay, okay. Oh, G- Chinima doesn't have lunch. Okay, Ginny, share your lunch with Chinima. That's what the legal provision is there. Share your lunch. This one, okay, you. Chini, okay, I'll share your own with free. This one, share your own. Everybody has it. They don't waste anointing. God is not a waster. God doesn't just do things just for sure. He has purpose for everything. There must be a need and a purpose. So in this realm, this is the realm of perfection where even though you have all the anointing, you have all the power, you only use it for will. Where it is commanded, when it has the purpose of God in mind. Yes. 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 That's not the will of God. It's a real power. So in this one, if Jesus, if Jesus fell for this temptation, if they did poor, did Jesus do well or not? Everybody will say Jesus did well. See manifestation. Ha! I mean, I see that meeting. The meeting was awesome. They think everywhere is catacra. <laughs> <laughs>
When she's always around the corner somewhere, you get me. It's just, it's just, it's just go. Flesh is like that demon that after he has left his soul, he will come back after some time. He never knew you left though. You're just staying maybe aside. And that's why sometimes you check out if the soul has lent a knowledge that has replaced his knowledge he was using to hook the soul before. And then if if he sees that, ah, so all this while you have not learned any new thing. You have not learned any knowledge, you are empty. Okay, okay. Alright. He will go and bring seven what? More wicked demons than himself to fill this tassel and bind it up more. So, the, so once a man starts disconnecting from his foundation, from the hearing, hearing, what are you hearing? You are hearing the word of God, which is Christ, which is the knowledge of the Son of God, who we call something, remember? Substance. So it means if you are hearing substance, you are filling your vessel up with substance. And it means that there is no space for the other substance, for the other temptation, for flesh. But when you start filling your vessel up with substance, what is happening to your vessel? There is now space. You are now beginning to allow space for flesh to come inside. So, faith of the Son of God deals with what? Flesh. You will now start worrying as you continue and journey in that faith, that knowledge. The thing will now turn to war against vanity. Praise the name of the Lord. I think we've tried today. We've done, we've done something today. We've tried. I don't want to stretch us much more. Huh? We've done something. <laughs> Not nothing. <laughs> Have we learned a little bit more sense this morning? Uh, we have more sense than we came in here with. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Hashtag sense. <laughs> Learning sense. Amen. Praise God. We are growing. God is helping us. Thank you for being here. The Lord bless you so much. Um, uh, the Lord uh, anoint you all. The Lord will cause you to grow from faith to hope and to charity. I say you'll become precious. Our last, 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 the end of the day, when all the spring has sprung up in you, you'll become precious in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, let's begin to judge the... <laughs> <will> bring your... <laughs> let's judge the... <laughs>
Wait, ah, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your daughter that the knowledge of Christ Amen. Uh, this year it will bat her Amen. like a flood. Amen. She will come into all the exercise of your senses. Amen. I pray, this, in fact, this is my only prayer for her this year. Amen. She will come into the fullness of Christ Amen. this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. All the exercise of the senses of Christ. Amen. I say, I will see the mind of Christ by the end of her next year. Amen. By the time we see her again, I say, oh, it's your birthday, I will be seeing Christ. Amen. I will see the mind of Christ Amen. formed in her. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Father, Lord, we thank you. We praise to your name for your daughter. You have led her to this point. You have taught her to this point. Our Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask that your mercy that you take her further and further. Amen. Father, we know the devil wants to attack many other things around if, when he knows that he cannot take away Christ from her. But even those areas, Father, we fortify them in Jesus' name. Amen. There will not be any discouragement in Jesus' name. Amen. There will not be any reason to let Jesus down in the name of Jesus' name. Amen. We will not drop this far. Amen. We will live and live and live and come out of flesh. Amen. Then live and live and live and become precious. Amen. And we will be one of those that lay hold on eternal life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We will not miss it. Amen. We will not forsake the path. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We will be one of those that the Lord will say, Amen. Welcome, my daughter. Amen. Good and faithful sound. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We fortify all ramifications of your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Physical and spiritual. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.